0: The USFL Gambling Podcast live reaction show to the USFL draft on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by WinBet. For every $25 you bet on college basketball, WinBet is giving you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March Madness and $1,000 in free WinBet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. And last but not least, you're brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is free to download. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So go grab that thing and let it ride.
1: Football is a unique American experience. A game described
2: by one turn-of-the-century critic as crude and barbaric, with little chance of survival. But survive it did. Being played in the United States Football League. Touchdown!
0: Oh my God, the quarterback is toast. We sometimes forget that football being the consummate of team sport is a great deal more successful when you do play as a unit and
2: don't rely on individual talent.
1: Everybody, it is day two of the USFL player draft. The first edition of the reboot uh, Colby D picked on DS having some audio issues this morning. So they've asked me to, to go ahead. Oh, wow. I'm getting the weird echo now too. Here we go. Justin J at J Mark football. How you doing today? What are you expecting
2: out of the uh, USFL draft? Hey man, I'm good. Um, I expect it's going to be quick paced again, uh, flying by the seat of our pants. Uh, just you know, reaching out, seeing who these guys are, um, watching their highlights, and seeing what playmakers go. I'm excited for wide receivers coming up. Yeah, we're about to have
1: a big block of wide receivers for the uh, for the USFL draft, and we are really about to uh, see these these game breakers. Is there anyone specific that you
2: think might see you might see come off the board in these early rounds? Um, you know, there's so much talent out there. It's hard to say. And there were so many surprises to me in the first draft that it's really hard to say, but, um, I'm hoping to see some guys that, you know, they hung around some practice squads, uh, but never really got their chance in the NFL, um, to see what they can do. Yeah. It's that,
1: that seems to be the type that we're getting people who bounced around, have multiple, uh, you know, multiple teams with, you know, practice squad experience, or they've gone to Canada. Uh, they got a little, you know, AAF experience. They've got a little uh, Canadian football experience. Uh, I, I love, I love this position because it just feels like it's the, the new, like it position for football. So I'm absolutely pumped. Uh, I gotta ask day one winners, losers. Who do you think had a great draft?
2: Uh, You know, there are a lot of solid picks. Um, I'm a big fan of Tamu. So I think getting him even in the second seems like a steal. I thought he was going to go first when I heard he was going to be in the draft. So, I mean, that just started it off strong right away.
1: Yeah. I, I think everyone, once they saw that Jordan Tomu was, was in the draft in the player pool, they, they kind of expected that to be the first pick. And it was kind of like we got uh, surprises to start and then we got surprises to finish with paxton lynch making a show a showing the uh the soul patch himself
2: (laughs) yeah that was interesting um the the second uh round of quarterbacks which was in round 12 i think added a little bit of drama i think we're gonna have some some more competition at the quarterback position than we thought after that first round it seemed like all right these guys are your set starters but then round 12 went um you know guys like DeAndre Johnson, Paxton Lynch, Josh love. I mean, all these guys are solid players and I think they can come in and compete.
1: Yeah. uh, Even Brady, Brady white getting picked up late in round 12, I thought was an excellent pick. I mean, if you look at his production in Memphis and the, you know, you might have a little bit of a a quarterback competition there as well. uh, As as, sure, you know, in addition to the one that I feel like you're definitely going to have in in Michigan with uh, Shea Patterson and uh, and uh,
2: um, uh, Paxton Lynch, For sure. Yeah. Um, You know, Paxton's a guy that he's been in the NFL. He's got the snaps um, and that experience. So, uh, you know, you could see where he would be able to come in and maybe edge out Shay Patterson for that starting job. So how do you, what's, what's your
1: opinion on the snake draft? I mean, I'm sure you're like me, you play some fantasy football. The snake draft just kind of falls in your wheelhouse. Do you you like how they're, they're doing this split up by positional group. And then also with the, uh, the
2: snake draft format. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting and they, they tried to break it down. So if I remember correctly, each team gets to pick a position at first at some point, right. so each team will get a first and uh, a position or two different positions. So, yeah, I think, um, you know, starting back up and kind of franchise mode here, I think that really kind of sets it a little more even. Um, and then with the snake, you know, we, we've, we've all done it in our fantasy football drafts and, it's interesting because I never want the number one pick. I'd rather be kind of right in the middle there. And I'm curious what some of these uh coaches were hoping for. You know, did they want that number one pick or would they rather be kind of stuck in the middle?
1: I, I honestly want a I want the back-to-back picks. I feel I feel like sure. that's the uh the uh the way to go. Uh yeah. So I, I just get a little update here that uh our our fearless leader, uh Colby Dant, uh actually Got his issue solved. He's he's coming in. He's gonna
0: take the pressure off of me. Here we go. You guys look patchwork. It's like you know you guys just making it work. Uh, my apologies. Uh, yeah. It's six a.m. over here in in Los Angeles, and I had some uh, problems, and uh, we're gonna make it work with the old computer camp. All right. So you're gonna get my ugly fucking face right there talking to you for the next, well, next uh, probably about seven hours. <laughs> Let me let me elevate you though, because I mean that thread count is only like
1: 400. honestly. I mean, you're still you're still winning right there because of my raggedy sheets.
0: Hey, well, uh, I'll take whatever I can get here. Uh so what do you think, man? For day one done. We got day two. Quarterbacks uh pretty much, yeah, quarterbacks are a wrap. We go to wide receivers, round one. Uh what do you think, man? And uh I this is one. I mean the Birmingham Stallions on the clock. I know Skip Holtz. I know him well. East Carolina days, I liked him at La Tech. I liked him at South Florida. He actually played wide receiver at Notre Dame for his father. Helps to have your father as the coach because I feel like that might be one of those situations where they were like, Yeah, I guess we'll put him as the uh well, put him as the seventh wide receiver on the team. Right. <laughs> you know, right. like uh, but uh maybe because you look when, when he was at ECU, yes, we had Dwayne Harris who played in, in the NFL with the Dallas Cowboys and New York giants, but there weren't much of a passing team. So the wide receiver position was kind of uh, left alone. I feel like, uh, I mean, yes, we had receivers, but they weren't, they weren't jumping out at you. If anything, when Lincoln Riley came in, we started to really get really good wide receivers after that. So I wonder if he just uh, got a philosophy, maybe he goes with the best athlete. Flat out, just the best athlete because it seems like he's
1: going with familiarity almost. If you look at who he picked in in the in the first round, because I mean he he picked up a bunch of law tech guys, um, even one of his quarterbacks. I wouldn't be surprised to see him go back to the law tech pool and and pull a wide receiver out of there with Skip Holtz.
0: Yeah, I could totally see that. I mean, I mean, I he to have the first pick at wide receiver though is pretty. uh, You have your, your 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 you know that's. the, pretty, I, I think pretty important in, in 2000. Now, like I said, he doesn't on years past, he doesn't believe in throwing the ball a lot, but when I heard him on ECU radio, just about two weeks ago, he said he was going to open things up. I I'm reluctant to believe that, but you look Alonzo Moore. I, I, we have on SGP, uh, SGPN.com get the SGP app. Um, you'll get access to all of our articles, all of our USFL content, the USFL gambling podcast is on there but Alonzo Moore, we had rated as the top receiver. This is a guy who played with the uh, San Antonio commanders in the AAF. He played with the Seattle dragons in the XFL. He's from Nebraska. Um, maybe, maybe they go that I'm, I'm looking to try to see if there's something I can find as far as like a player that has experience with them. I, I think maybe Dante's bird. I know he doesn't have experience with them, but the guy's been a bit of a player uh, on each level that he's been at. Uh, he was in the XFL back, uh, with the uh, Seattle Dragons, So maybe, maybe you go there with, with a proven commodity in these spring leagues, but, uh, I don't know. It's gonna, it's gonna be interesting here as, uh, we're just waiting for the, uh, the pick to come in here with the Birmingham stallions, maybe Josh Crockett, central Oklahoma, a lot of central Oklahoma guys going uh, going on in this draft, man. Yeah. I, I think, uh, it was, uh, I think it was Tarleton that actually
1: won the draft yesterday. If we want to talk about putting people in the USFL, they they had about what three or four people go Um, there. So wide receiver, I've got one person I'm focusing on, and it is also my opportunity to kick it off being a big, disgusting homer again today. Uh, Keon Hatcher is a name I would like to see called. uh, Was I believe last season playing for the BC Lions in the CFL? Uh, He's a big, athletic wide receiver, strong wide receiver. Uh, you know, kind of like that AJ Brown mold that can just get out there and just kind of bulldog you on the edge.
0: And, and look, this is a guy who's got NFL experience. I know you like him because he's from he was a Razorback. But uh, look, I mean, this guy's played for a lot of NFL teams: Oakland Raiders, Detroit Lions, Green Bay Packers. Had two stints with both those program or both those uh those teams and the New York Jets, and then obviously the BC Lions. That one makes a lot of sense too, as far as experience. I wonder though, if, I mean, we still haven't seen a college player get drafted. They said, Brian, I heard Brian Wood say that uh, he expects them to take some current, you know, college players. Maybe they're in the FCS. Maybe they're in the group of five, maybe they're D two. Who knows?
1: Yeah. I mean, with their, their partnership that they're doing to, you know, with, you know, to pay for education, pay for tuition with uh, strayer. And I can't remember who the other, uh, the other online university program they have is. And the fact that they're willing to take people, uh, a year earlier. Maybe, maybe you're in the FCS. Maybe you're in the group of five. Maybe you're not ranking, raking it in with NIL. I mean, it could make sense for you to go ahead and and make that jump. And, uh, I, I would be excited to see it. I, I'm a proponent for, uh, let them play out of high school if they want. So
0: yeah, if, they're physi- if
1: they can physically handle it.
0: I mean, this is America, right? Yeah. You should have, you should have every opportunity to do uh yeah. That's why I'm pro transfer portal too, even though I know it's batshit crazy. And I I, 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 hate to see that many players in the transfer portal. Uh, we had Joe Theismann on the show and he was talking how, you know, he's like, well, what are we teaching our kids these days? But I just think, we, you know, Hey, if they want to do that, let them do that. Uh, you know, I get it. I am not happy to see it too, but it is what it is. Um, yeah. So I'm, it's crazy. I'm looking on the, uh, the USFL website, waiting for this draft pick to come in, but I'm also looking, they have all the teams that are broken down, you know, team by team. Looking at the Philadelphia Stars recap. I thought they stole it, man, on the draft. Yeah. I, I, they had one of the, one of the best,
1: uh, DE edge rushers that, that I had on my list with, uh, Frida Makamuladon. And I'm just really flexing my pronunciation. I, that's what I thought. That's what
0: I thought, man. Right.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you gotta, you gotta flex the things that you do well. Um, Brian Scott, I I know uh, I know Rod was really high on Brian Scott as a as a pick. Um and then I mean they they managed to pick up was it Mazzy Wilkins
0: in uh round round ten, another DB that people were really high on. I, I even like the backup quarterback, Case Case Cucas. Now, if that guy can stay healthy, he's had monster numbers in the FCS at Northern Arizona. Uh LA guy, uh, he can fire that thing all around the field. I mean, I expect Brian Scott to be the starter, but yeah, I think they're sound at the quarterback position. We had Michael Rodriguez on. uh, He was a he was an offensive lineman for Skip Holtz at La Tech, so I I actually like that because at La Tech they were kind of a physical, nasty team in the uh, on the on the line of scrimmage in the CUSA. Um, I just thought they had a really good draft overall. Uh, I would say one of the better, if not the best. Looking now at the uh, at the Pittsburgh Maulers, the Maulers. uh, That's one where I, I don't know, man. Like this is one. Kyle Laletta was their first pick. They got Josh Love with the second their, their second quarterback pick. I think Josh Love could beat Laletta L. Maybe I'm crazy, and maybe that's the Homer in me after watching him resurrect that San Jose State f- uh, football program. But I I do like the Carlo Kemp pick uh, in the second round. I even thought the Prince Robinson cornerback pick from Tarleton was a pretty solid pick as well. Um, but overall, blindly right now. Uh, somewhat blindly, as I see these, uh, I would give the the stars an A. The maulers would kind of, to me, I think they're looking at more like a C. Um, I, their strength, is, I think, is going to be their their offensive line with
1: uh, Chidi ok- uh, Okiki and uh, uh, Isaiah Battle. Those were those were two great picks back to back to back rounds. Uh, problem is, they offensive lines don't tend to score a lot of touchdowns. Don't get a lot of fat man touchdowns typically.
0: Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> We'd let them uh, score if we could. Exactly. You are rocking with the USFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast. Make sure you check us out. Subscribe. Tell a friend. My name is Colby Swing DantaBase. Dan, aka pick Don D. And I am joined by uh, you know, the wolf of Oaklawn, as they call him. Uh, I mean, explain that title. Explain that title a bit for the listeners there. As before we before we talk Tampa Bay Bandit football. Sure. Uh as, as uh
1: you may or may not be aware. I am a, uh, damn dirty tout, uh, you know, big in, big into the horse racing. And, uh, I do, uh, I do tip sheets. I started doing it for this website called Jimmy race report. Uh, he insisted that no one do picks under their own name. I needed a nickname on Reddit. My name was guy on the ground. He was like, that's not going to work obviously. So uh, he gave me the title. I really didn't like it, but I leaned into it and I'm now the wolf of
0: Oaklawn. I love it. I love it. The wolf of Oaklawn. Uh, give it up for my guy Chase. So look now, now let's break down the Tampa Bay Bandits. Um, they got first off. I mean, I know NC Nick was on the show. He's a a, a big time fan of the pick Jordan Tamu in the first round. He couldn't believe they dropped to the band, or he dropped to the Bandits. I uh, got Brady white in the second round, the quarterback position, Todd Haley, I think sitting at, at a decent scenario or situation there with two experienced quarterbacks, really. I mean, Brady white started a number of games in, in, in college at, at Memphis. So, and Tamu obviously, you know, been uh, efficient in the, uh, as a backup of the NFL, obviously uh, didn't get a lot of burn, but he's been, he's been in NFL camps for, for a while or rosters for a while. And then with the St. Louis Battlehawks, and then back to his days at Ole Miss, Um you gotta like that. I love their. You know they have kind of a sneaky underrated draft because I like Delrick Delrick Abrams, uh, the cornerback from Colorado. I also like Devonte Davis, so I like them at the quarterback and the cornerback position. Um, we'll we'll see how the other positions work out, but I would say that they're they're they might be graded as an A or a B plus or something if I had to grade them at the moment. How about you? I, I, I
1: would. I would probably lean at that B plus. Also, I, uh, Jordan Tom who seemed like a steal. I like how they backed it up immediately with uh, with Makai Brown, uh, the Georgia product, uh, who's just a hard hitter. Um, and then they follow that up with the pride of Scranton, Michael Scott.
0: Yeah, yeah, there you go, right there, man. I, I, and shout out the USFL says they are rolling, and we got the Generals. we have the new Jersey generals in the chat. Is that what I'm seeing? Shout out to the new Jersey generals. Let's, shall we pull them up? Because this is one uh, that, uh, you know, this is Rod's favorite team. They went out, they get Ben Holmes at quarterback. They also got Deandre Johnson, which I'm one to think perhaps Deandre. We, they might have a little quarterback battle before we even see the first game, because I think both these quarterbacks can play at a pretty high level. And we, we really like, Deandre Johnson was a big time recruit at Florida state. Uh, you know, he bounced around a bit in college, but uh, very talented. So it'll be interesting to see there. Uh, but I would give that just on the quarterback position. That's an a to get DeAndre Johnson in the second round there or the, uh, the 12th round, but the second quarterback round, I think that's big time. And uh, you looking at some of the other positions. Yeah. I, I actually they got my guy, Garrett, Garrett McGinn from East Carolina. And uh, look, I mean, because when you're at East Carolina, you go for it every time. Or you don't coach at East Carolina. You
1: don't come to East Carolina. You don't play at East Carolina with a weak heart.
0: Write it. I am writing it, coach. All right. And Garrett Garrett McGinn, he doesn't play with a weak heart, Chase. Hey, strong hearts convert fourth downs. That's all I gotta say. Strong hearts go under center, under center, and take a snap. Uh, exactly, right? So I, I think the Generals actually, if you had to grade them, would probably be now. I, I do think the Philadelphia Stars blindly, and I, I hate to say this, Generals, because I feel like they might those might be your arch rivals. I don't know. Is it going to be a Pittsburgh Philadelphia rivalry, or perhaps a New Jersey? I feel like I feel like New Jersey Generals Philadelphia Stars would be the rivalry there. Um, think so. Yeah, and I think the Stars kind of kind of stole the show draft wise, but I think Generals definitely had a good draft. I think I think if you're a Generals fan, you should be excited. I know. Our guy Rod villa Gomez was very was very thrilled to see them get DeAndre Johnson in the second uh, slew of quarterbacks there. So, what overall? What do you make? What do you make of the Generals there, Chase? I, I strong draft. Uh, you you kind of hit all the highlights, and I know
1: another person that you you were also pretty high on in there was uh, uh, Devontae Boz, uh, Bosby. Um, yeah, you know, a, a good you know good player in the secondary.
0: Yeah, and we got we got a pick in the Stallions took Victor. Bolden Jr from Oregon State a uh, beaver uh look Jonathan Smith uh is is a good football coach there in Corvallis I think he gets the the best out of the talent that he has I really believe that and uh seeing now that uh, Victor Bolden Jr is is uh, drafted with the Stallions and this is a guy that played for the 49ers in 2017 and 18 then the Buffalo Bills and then most recently the past two years. He's been on the Detroit lions. He has over 535 yards uh, return, return wise in the NFL, uh, just one catch for 10 yards. But this is a guy that's been in the NFL on on an NFL roster for the past five years. I think you gotta be happy with that pick. You gotta be happy with that pick because uh, I mean, we've never even seen him in a spring league, but he's been to be in the NFL for five straight years. I'm not talking on a practice squad either. I mean, I mean, yes, he was on a practice squad with Detroit last year but the rest of that he was flat out on the team uh so i think they got the most talented wide receiver or if not that one of the most talented wideouts in the league uh in the draft i should say victor bolden junior what's your take on on mr bolden uh, the, you're getting a little bit of versatility with the first wide receiver taken.
1: He's actually, he's got 71 yards as a, as a kick returner in the NFL uh, in his uh, appearance against the Seahawks when he was with the 49ers. So I like seeing, you know, a little bit of versatility, shorter rosters. It makes sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then the picks are rolling in um, Isaiah Zuber. Now I know this guy, cause he played at uh, Mississippi state um, and I want to say when he was at there, there we go, we got a clip of him right there. The gamblers got him, and uh, this is one he was a transfer from Kansas State. So I remember him at K State, then he went to Mississippi State. and I'm trying to recall. So if he was at Mississippi State in 2020, I think he was there with Joe Moorhead. Yeah. Um, and and you know Moorhead kind of got a raw deal because I mean he he had a short he basically had a cup of coffee in Starkville. But uh they were still a successful team. Now, this guy's been in the NFL for the past two years with the Patriots, the Niners, the Browns, the Jets. So it makes sense. He has two catches for 29 yards in the National Football League. I, I think it's a good pick. once again, I think he's I think this guy could be a big-time player. And he also returns punts. So dynamic. Dynamic. What do you think of Isaiah Zuba? I mean, when he made that transfer, I mean, he's Kansas state to Mississippi state. Tell
1: me, especially with Joe Moorhead, tell me two teams that didn't really throw the ball a whole lot. You know, that's someone that kind of can, I can understand flying under the radar, you know, not really maybe getting, getting a, a, as much of a shot in the NFL as, as uh, he would like uh, due to, you know, just the offenses he was in. I mean, who knows? Could be, could be in a pretty wide open passing offense with Kevin, someone, someone and the gamblers.
0: Yeah. And we got p- the picks are just flying in right every now. 90 seconds today. I know I this, this, this should be, this should be a blast. Next up, we have Sean Poindexter, Sean Poindexter, who played for the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, I'm seeing here, six five two thirteen 13 from Arizona. Look, the wildcats, I know they haven't had a, uh, a dynamic offense in some time since maybe the first couple of years of rich Rodriguez, but, uh, I can tell you this. I do remember him at Arizona, and he was he was pretty good. He was pretty good at Arizona. He was, a, I, I believe, he was there with Sumlin, Kevin Sumlin. So surprised to see the Gamblers pass on him, but he he finds a home with with our with your Breakers, Chase. Yeah. Um, so shout out, shout out to. Uh, hey, I thought the Breakers had a sneaky underrated draft oh, as well. Absolutely, absolutely. I really like some of their picks,
1: and I got to say, I love the Sean Poindexter pick. Six five two thirteen, playing wide receiver. Yes.
0: Yeah. It's, out of uh, Peroria or how the hell the fuck do I pronounce that? I don't know, but uh, uh, this guy was a thousand yard receiver. Uh, So, I mean, look, you you can pull up certain, certain games against decent competition in college where he really thrived. He was uh, at the Glendale community college prior to transferring into, to uh, Arizona. I think it's a good pick for the breakers and and Fedora. I feel like knows offense. He's going to draft. I think I can trust his picks offensively. It's the defensive side of the ball that I go, Whoa, let's see. And I'm, I'm, I'm more so referring to that, not from the draft yesterday, but his time at Southern miss and, uh, and North Carolina picks are coming in. Jeffrey Thomas to the Maulers. Jeffrey Thomas. Um, this is a guy, uh, I mean, first off the Maulers, they're they're a type of team that I think is going to rely heavily on running the football. I thought we could see that with some of the draft picks, but Jeff Thomas was a, it was a, was a pretty damn good player. I thought at the university of Miami, here's a clip guys of him. And I, I actually thought he was going to be in the NFL. I really did. Um, now he did play on the new England Patriots uh, in 2020, their practice squad. I thought he showed flashes when he was in college, when I was watching him in the ACC, cause I remember him, uh, he was a transfer too he was originally at Illinois with love with uh, lovey Smith. And yeah, I was surprised to see, because you see Miami receivers, you've been like KJ Osborne with the Minnesota Vikings. You kind of see them uh, find their place in the NFL. I thought this guy would find his place. And maybe he does after, uh, after a stint here in the USFL, Uh, the Maulers look, they might not be, maybe they're going to air it out more than I think. Cause I think this is a a really good draft pick too. I know I'm saying that about everyone so far, but um, this one, I'll say this, with my own eyes watching these guys, Jeff Thomas, if out of college, I probably would have drafted Thomas, Victor Bolden, Isaiah Zuber, Sean Poindexter, shout out to all those guys. But Thomas is the one that I definitely know probably Zuber and Thomas that really caught my eye in college. Uh, And Zuber, like, like you said, chase played for like Kansas state doesn't throw the ball much. They don't even run a, a, doesn't matter if it was bill Snyder. Doesn't matter if it was uh, a They don't throw the ball much, Um, so uh, Jeff Thomas and Zuber, to me the ones that that caught my eye in college. You know, as a guy that covers college football, subscribe to the college football experience. But what do you think of that pick? Uh, I think it's worth noting that he might be the youngest player taken in the
1: draft right now. Uh, You know, twenty three years old. He's has one year of, of professional experience with the, the practice squad with, uh, with new, uh, new England, we've seen uh, most of these players have bounced around for four or five years. Um, and I mean, if Kirby Wilson's going to be focused on the run, uh, you gotta have a guy that's going to stretch him deep and take the top off. And it might just be uh, Jeff Thomas here.
0: Yeah. And, and this one uh, doesn't surprise me as well. Another pick in Eli Rogers. Uh, I know Eli Rogers. Cause at one point in my fantasy football league in the uh, for the NFL, I believe I, I had, you know, we, I played in a 30 round draft where uh, or th- a league with 30 rounds where I had to take s- some long shots on some wide receivers. And uh, there's a guy who had 78 catches for 822 yards and four touchdowns. I had him when he was a part of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So this guy has actually done it. Uh, the, the look at the highlights. They speak for itself. This is, you know, in the national football league, he then went to the DC defenders uh, where he was a good player. Remember they had Cardell Jones. And I thought, I thought uh, Rogers was one of the, uh, a pretty darn good receiver in the XFL as well. He was most recently on the Montreal Alouettes practice squad, um, but it makes sense. You look and, and see the bandits get him. you know, Todd Haley, former uh, Steelers offense coordinator. Maybe he made some calls. Talk to Roethlisberger. I know he's close to him. Um, Eli Rogers, I think that's a good pick. What do you think? I I mean, this is uh
1: I feel like we're kind of breaking trends here because this is our, our first guy that that's had a a long, you know, long-ish NFL career uh by by you know these draft standards. And uh I mean he's gonna bring probably a lot of professionalism with him because he's been there, he's played in a bunch of NFL games, taking a bunch of NFL snaps. He might be the most seasoned one that we've got so far. So uh,
0: you know got it. Yeah. With Todd Haley. That's a bonus. i got to think I would say as far as, as, uh, as NFL pr- like proved it in the NFL, he might be the most out of, out of everyone so far. Um, another draft pick going Quincy at uh, a uh out of Ole Miss. I do remember him in college as well. Now he played on the Baltimore Ravens uh, and then was on the jets and Patriots practice squad most recently. Um, Ole Miss making a stamp in this draft too, man, I would say short of maybe Abel or not Abilene because Tarleton state and maybe Maryland Ole Miss, those three schools are all over the USFL. Um, There's a guy at Ole Miss though. You got to remember that Ole Miss first off uh, a couple of those years there, they, what was it? uh, What was his name? Bo Luke, I believe um, was their head coach, the Georgia offensive line coach. So they were not running, you know, the craziest stuff, but I think he might've been there. Some of the Hugh freeze years as well, but in college, you know, there's a guy, he didn't like explode on the scene in college. 38 catches 600 yards was his best year. And that was his junior year. Um, I, I think it's a decent pick, but, but I, I, the jury's still out, I guess, but he was in the, like I said, he was in the NFL for, for four years. So I guess you can't complain at that. And a uh, pretty good pick there. What do you think of, of uh, this pick for the Michigan Panthers? Can we just retroactively like rank the
1: wide receiver classes from old miss, like number one, at you know, at this point, like just think of who they've put in the NFL and now you got them, you know, putting wide receivers that in other leagues too. Um, I, they've always draft, you know, recruited really well wide receivers. So I'm not surprised to see a bunch of them come off the board. And like, I got think that this guy's an athlete.
0: Yeah, I mean, he well, probably might have been there a couple of years with DK Metcalf. I mean, just a slew of, of 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 talented receivers come from Ole Miss. Hugh Freeze, hey, I you could still make the case, and this is why maybe Auburn was was trying to find reasons to fire Brian Harson. Hugh Freeze kind of was the guy to give Nick Saban fits. You know, they they they, yep. they he even games that they lost, Ole Miss lost to Bama. I feel like man, they had them on edge. Um so maybe maybe the the uh the Auburn Tigers but anyway I mean look I don't want to talk college football all all this episode but uh my point is is that uh Hugh Freeze knows dynamic receivers clearly and and perhaps uh the the Michigan Panthers just landed themselves one uh so now we jump over and we got the New Jersey Generals on the clock shout out to the New Jersey Generals joining the chat you know you got to love them um Look, I mean I got all this great stuff. Let's just play a little, let's play a little USFL theme. Oh, oh. Yes. Don't forget about hey, and that's what I'm hoping. Let's bring the theme songs back. That sounds like a car chase and a stolen Pontiac green National, <laughs> right there. A hundred percent. This is this is uh this is like watching Shaft in the in the 70s, right? Yeah, absolutely. Just Maybe Land out of a
1: car, making a run for it. <laughs>
0: uh, New Jersey generals on the clock, followed by the Philadelphia stars and the generals. You know, look, I, and I, I'm i still reading the SGPN article. Like I said, get yourself the SGPN app, it's free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. You'll have access to all of the articles, all of the content that we do there. Uh, and, and uh, I think you'll enjoy all the USFL content we have over there. So subscribe to the USFL gambling podcast as well. And now a pick is in the new Jersey Generals select Cavante Turpin, Uh, any relation to Mel Turpin? I wonder, but uh, yeah, Cavante Turpin to the generals. This is a guy. well, he's got NFL experience as well. I believe he was with the, uh, the Baltimore Ravens briefly. Um, I believe he had 410 yards receiving in the NFL. Um, yeah. Hey, I mean, what's not to like there? I'm sorry. Uh, TCU TCU was his college. They haven't had great success in producing, you know, wide receivers. I know Josh Dotson uh, to, to the, to the Washington Redskins. They, they weren't happy with that. And then you're seeing, uh, uh, Jalen Rager with the Eagles. Eagles aren't happy with that, but that doesn't mean they don't have talented players that could excel. And, uh, look, this guy was all Big 12 a lot of times. Uh, he's, he's a smaller wideout, but he's electric. Kavonte Turpin, 5'9, 153. Whew.
1: Yeah. That's, I mean, that Darren Sprouls. That, that's what that makes me think of right there with that sort of size. Um, I, I mean, he's got definitely got big playability. If I'm looking at, I, I believe what he, what he uh, you know averaging 14.1 yards per reception. I mean, this this seems like you're like you're you're sneaky, uh, you know, sneak him into the backfield or into the uh, defensive backfield kind of player uh, that you you definitely kind of build plays around because he might have that play breaking ability.
0: Yeah, and look, the picks are the picks are coming in. I agree with you. And uh, look, you get a guy that can kind of hide behind the offensive line. You can run them in little jet sweeps, wide receiver screens. I think that's a good pick with Turpin to the generals. Now Devin gray to the stars, Devin gray, a got a kid out of Reno, Nevada that went to Cincinnati. Uh, we know, we know the Bearcats have, have had success on the field a lot lately. Uh, honestly, the receiver position, I don't know was, was one of their strong suits, but Devin gray played in, with the Atlanta Falcons from 2018 to 2020. So it was three years with the Falcons. Then he went to the spring league with the with the Generals, uh, where they had success in the Spring League, and then last year he was on the practice squad of the Baltimore Ravens. This pick makes sense to me. Anyone that's that's playing at that level, shout out to Devin Gray uh, with being drafted by the Philadelphia Stars, and Bart Andrews continues to have what I think is a great draft. What do you make of the pick of Devin Gray, a Cincinnati Bearcat, to the Philadelphia Stars?
1: I think even if you, you don't have someone with a a bunch of professional stats that that might not have, you know, all the measurables, I mean, you're, you're bringing him in under Bart Andrews, Bart Andrews job was to coach team nine of the XFL, which was literally to, you know, the purpose was to develop players to get them ready to play at a moment's notice for any other team. I mean, even, even if he's not ready to go, you know, day one, he's going to be a stud by, you know, mid year uh, with, uh, with Bart Andrews, I got to think.
0: Yeah. Bart Andrews, by the way, the best name in the USFL, Bart Andrews. All right, though, folks, before we get to the next pick, we got to cut the break and get paid. Uh, We want to tell you about our sponsors. Yes. The USFL gambling podcast is brought to you by win bet. Uh, and for every $25 you bet on college basketball, WinBet is giving you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March Madness and a thousand dollars in free WinBet credits. I mean, what a great deal! Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com that's bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. You use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to Propswap.com or download the Propswap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Hey, we got the Wolf of Oakland here. St- stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 15 grand with one entry. Head over to stable com to get started today. And last but not least, you're brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is free to download. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So go grab that thing today and let it ride. We are back with the Wolf of Oaklawn, and and hey, we're having fun here. Um, shout out to my guy Chase. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at of Oak Lawn. That's Oaklawn. That's O A K L A W N picks are happening. Uh, Jordan Sewell to the stars, Jordan Sewell. Um, yeah. This, this is one I am currently uh, pulling up the, the stuff for him here, but he played in the spring league for the generals. He's from Vancouver, Washington, not Vancouver, Canada. So, uh, Hey, uh, as I load up what we got on, on Jordan soul, uh, Southern Oregon. So Hey, sometimes he's small guys. Like I'm small school guys, yeah. obviously he's six, six. So I can't say he's a small guy, but uh, look, sometimes you find these gems, these diamonds in the rough. I remember uh, Vincent Jackson, you know, rest, uh, rest in peace. When I went to, uh, what was it? Some, some small school. I want to say it was Northern Colorado, or if not, then the Colorado school of mines or something. Um, and, and look what he turned out to be a great NFL player. Jordan Sewell, perhaps the same situation here. Um a guy hey, at 863 yards, 41 catches his junior year. Uh his senior year he was dinged up some but he still had a, a pretty successful uh uh campaign once he got healthy. Um this a guy, yeah, he's a he, he's uh look I I think he's kind of an unknown. <laughs> but hey, uh, like I said, these things work out sometimes. Shout out to Jordan Sewell, and, and he once again played in the Spring League. So tall. he had six, six, yeah, six six tall guy. I mean, that's I, that that feels like your
1: fade to the corner kind of guy that you just go up and get it, you know, kind of guy that every every team needs one. Every team needs one. They can't all be Wes Welkers and uh, and Danny Amendola's. So you got to have
0: the size at some point. Yeah, I, and, and and hey, six six. That might be the tallest receiver in the uh, NFL in the, in the NFL. In the USFL when it's all said and done. Something to monitor here. Uh, nice pick in, though. Now the uh, the picks are still coming in. Jamon Moore to the Generals. Jamon Moore. Uh, this is one. Hey, uh, play with the Green Bay Packers. Play with the Houston Texans. Um, play with the uh, Cleveland Browns and the Atlanta Falcons. He's out of Missouri. Missouri, you know, for a while there, when they started to join, when they first joined the sec, they were having great success in the sec. Uh, He was uh, so he was probably recruited by Gary Pinkle. And uh, I think he played maybe a year or two under, under Barry Odom. Um,
1: Seduced by the lure of the Pinkle copter.
0: Yes, 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 exactly. And, and this is a guy though, got two receptions for 15 yards in the NFL. He also had 102 return yards. So you're getting a guy that can return the ball as well. Um, had over 2000 yards receiving and 21 touchdowns in his, in his career with uh, the Missouri tigers and 2000 yard receive, uh, you know, seasons at, uh, at uh, Mizzou in the sec. That's, that's pretty big time there. I think it's a good pick. And then uh, we have another pick of uh, Lance Lenore. Uh, Leatherneck I think. Yeah. uh, This is, uh, this is fun here. I, by the way, one of the best names in all of uh, in all of college football, right? Absolutely. Can we, can we agree there? The Western Illinois Leathernecks. He, uh, I know this name just, I actually, I didn't re- uh, recall it from Western Illinois. I knew it because he played for the Dallas Cowboys, played for mm-hmm. the Dallas Cowboys for three years. And then uh, the Seattle Seahawks and Buffalo bills. This guy was a all Missouri Valley conference player twice. So, Hey, this is, this kid's six foot two, two ten. What do you make of this pick? I Love the love the professional experience.
1: That's another name I also remember battling for a spot with the Cowboys. Um, you know, Western Illinois. If you can ball, they're gonna find you, man. It's uh, it gotta love seeing these guys from these smaller schools get their chance. And uh, you know, it seems like he's a he, he's not exactly a, a burner based on what I'm seeing from his combine speeds. But I people don't always run their fastest at the NFL Combine. You know, the underwear Olympics is a little bit intimidating sometimes. Um, so I I, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you got a pretty good pick just because, just from the experience, uh, you know, at minimum.
0: Yeah, and the picks are rolling in, man. Wow, uh, just a slew of them. Derek Willie's uh, to the Tampa Bay Bandits. He played at uh, Texas Tech, where I mean, obviously, air raid stuff. You know, he's been on the he was on the Cleveland Browns for the past uh, three years. This is a guy from Banning, California. Um, look, and then and, and this guy's a a he. Uh, well, actually, he went to high school in uh, in Illinois he won a class three, a state championship in the 110 meter hurdles. So they're getting an athlete there with the bandits. Um, I, I got to move along though. Cause this, this is coming in big time here. Bailey Gaither to the Pittsburgh Maulers, Bailey Gaither. Now I know him because if you play DFS with us on the college football experience, um, well, first off, I don't know if they have a tie with, uh, a tie in with San Jose state, but Bailey Gaither was uh, a nice connection with Josh love uh, at San Jose state. So they're going, they're going that route. Bailey Gaither also, uh, you know, he played with the green Bay Packers briefly. Um, hey, I like it. They, they, they got the Josh love to to the Gaither connection back. It's back mountain West fans. Rod Villa Gomez is a Fresno state fan. He couldn't I'm believe not- it when, when San Jose state was slicing and dicing them apart. And it might happen again with the Pittsburgh Maulers.
1: I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is the new Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase combo.
0: <laughs> there we go. There we go. Exactly. <laughs> um, Johnny Dixon also goes to the uh, to the Breakers. Johnny Dixon, I, I know him because he played at Ohio State. Um, when you're recruited to play football at Ohio State, you know how to play football. He was a four-star recruit out of high school from West Palm Beach. He uh, played with the Houston Texans, Arizona Cardinals, Dallas Cowboys. He won a national championship in college. So going to go ahead and say, uh, yeah, can't really knock that pick when you're bringing in pedigree like that. Oh, Ohio state's only had uh, what some of the best receivers ever, Chris Carter, Joey Galloway, uh, you know, you can go on to David Boston, Jeff Graham, uh, San Antonio homes, Ted Ginn. You could just go on and on and on about how many great receivers are coming out of uh, Ohio state. So Johnny Dixon looking to make his mark as well. Then we got Jojo ward, Always been a big fan of the name JoJo, especially when it came to football players. Remember, JoJo Townsell played in the original USFL with the Los Angeles Express. JoJo Ward went to Hawaii. You gotta love this. Do I do I need to just play this? Um, do I need to just play my my Hawaii music? Let's just cue it up. Oh, play it. It was paradise all the time, though, for JoJo Ward because he was playing with the Rainbow Warriors. Uh, this guy, you know, they lighted up at that, at that university. First off he's from Waco, Texas. He goes to Hawaii and he played for Nick Rolovich, Rolovich ran the run and shoot. So the stallions, and this, maybe this is what skip Holtz was talking about here, getting some dynamic players. Um, Jojo ward played for the Arizona Cardinals and the Cleveland Browns. Um, and he only went, he only spent one year really playing. Uh, I'm sorry, two years. Cause he was a, he was a transfer. At the university of Hawaii together. I mean, just a one yard shy of 2000 yards in in two seasons with the rainbow warriors. What do you make of that pick?
1: I I'm like you, I automatically assume anybody named Jojo is just an explosive wide receiver. Like it just seems like Jojo's make plays.
0: Yeah. And I, and I stand corrected by the way. He went to the gamblers, not the stallions. So, uh, Hey, Kevin Sumlin, he knows a thing or two, you know, he, I like this cause now he fits the run and shoot. You remember June Jones, Nick Rolovich is a, is a product of June Jones played quarterback for June Jones, June Jones, the original, the original Houston gamblers, offensive coordinator for mouse Davis back in the eighties. Um, so nice pick there. Now we have a uh, Joseph hall to the stallions, Joseph hall. These picks are just rolling in. Um, Hey, and th- this is what th- that makes more sense to me. When, when, when Jojo ward goes to, goes to, uh you know, Kevin Sumlin, as opposed to, to skip Holtz, I was thinking, wow, skip Holtz really did that. So Jojo or so Joseph hall, this is a guy, uh well, which Joseph hall is this, is this the Colorado Buffalo is the question. Cause I, I, I can say this Colorado's had a, had a deep receiving core. Okay. It was not, it was Missouri. Um so, uh, yeah, he, uh, Joseph Hall coming from uh Mizzou. Hey, Missouri's starting to make their, their uh, starting to really, uh, put their print on the, uh, USFL. So are you sure? Are we sure Missouri or Kansas state? I'm getting a Kansas state, uh, in, in the, uh, in, in the, uh, we got a highlight research here. Okay.
1: But just the first clip reminds me that anytime you see a TV playing in the background in a commercial and it's football, it's always Arkansas getting torched like this.
0: <laughs> just so you guys know, Wolf of Oakland here, Chase, is a Arkansas Razorback fan. So uh, that, that's always classic when you get that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, those
1: Mizzou those Mizzou teams of, of the past, you know, the, the last few years of Pinkle, they they were great teams. He brought in great talent. Um, You, from what you can see, he looks like a deep threat. It uh, was a deep threat at the college level. Uh, you would think that he's probably the same style of receiver at the pro level. So uh, looking for another, another uh, over the top threat for the stallions here.
0: Yeah. The stallions are one of these teams that they're kind of an enigma to me so far with the draft. I know I'm a skip Holtz guy, but I, I gotta see, uh, how this, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like might've missed some opportunities with the, with the receiver picks, but Hey, I've been wrong before. Um, we're looking at the, uh, you're rocking with the USFL gambling podcast. And right now the Birmingham science back on the clock. So they get a chance. Now I am familiar with this one. Osiris Mitchell from Mississippi state. Um, this is a pick that, uh, Makes sense to me. This makes sense to me. Uh Skip Holtz grabbing him. He played with the Dallas Cowboys this past year, but this is a guy that uh well there's there's some things I like and don't like. First off, he uh he lit up he lit up uh LSU, the defending national championship, and Mike Leach's first game with uh with Mississippi State. So um you gotta like that. Now I'll say this. Uh he was an air raid guy. He he played in the air raid. Now prior to that, he was with Moorhead, where he didn't. The stats weren't the same, but he did have forty-seven catches, five hundred and five yards, four touchdowns in the air raid. Now I, I'm trying to recall, and I could be wrong here, but I thought he was a guy that quit on Mike Leach. I could be wrong, but I thought you know they had some guys quit in the middle of the season. Obviously, Culture Shock going from Moorhead to Leach, but um. I'm not a hundred percent on that, but I thought that might've occurred there with Osiris Mitchell. But regardless, when he played, the guy can make plays. I like the pick. I really do. I think that's, that's what the stallions needed.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, you got to think that he it might be a little bit of a diamond in the rough here, uh, considering going from more to leech, um, you know, got some time with the Cowboys. Uh, if, if he ran in that air raid for even however limited amount of time, you, you, you got to think that he's got a pretty good concept of, of route running. And uh, what he where he needs to be at, at any given time during the play. So uh yeah, great pick here. I, I think that's a good sneaky pick for uh
0: for uh old skip. Yeah, and now I'm seeing the gamblers grab uh, drafted Anthony Ratliff Williams. Anytime you get a Ratliff, I feel like it's a good thing. If you have a Ratliff on a football team. You know, I feel like your chances of winning go up uh, quite a bit there. But Anthony Ratliff, this is a guy who, who 5'11, 195 from North Carolina. So recruited probably by Larry Fedora, uh, yeah, because Mac Brown, so if he graduate. Yeah, he. So this makes sense. He's getting one of his own guys, right? Uh, he's getting one of his own guys, I believe. Right? So yeah, that's uh, someone, someone with the. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe. I'm sorry. I thought yeah. the breakers were up. Yeah, uh, my apologies there. Uh, so wow, okay. Someone going kind of with the the smaller wide receivers thing because you add him to the mix with the with the Hawaii wideout of uh, JoJo Ward, and you have a uh, smaller receiving core. Oh, you got to show the East Carolina highlight. Come on, yeah, come on. Just, yeah, welcome to my world. Welcome to my world. Stiff arm, jeez this is see what happens. I make fun of the. Uh, oh, another one. They're just they're just killing me here. Look at this terrible. See, this was the Scotty Montgomery era. And this is one I will never. Oh, look at that great block though on the on the comeback. Oh, you're not injured. Get up. Um, yeah. Uh, look, small receivers. There. They, it sounds like the gamblers are going to be doing a lot more of this. And yeah. Can and and was with the this song is just fire. God. Absolute fire. Uh, we have another pick in and, and, and this is, uh, this is a, uh, this is a, this is a pick. So the, 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 this guy, if it's Jonathan Adams is what I'm seeing, right? Is that, is that correct? Jonathan Adams to the Nor- New Orleans breakers. He is a beast. I don't know if you guys remember. Uh, so the COVID season, every, all these conferences started later. So week one, we got like the Sunbelt held strong, the conference USA held strong, but the, the Sunbelt specifically and the AAC, they held strong. They played week one. Uh, I don't think we had any other power five conferences, maybe the big 12 Um, and Memphis played Arkansas state in a wild shootout. Brady white was a part of that game, but Jonathan Adams of Arkansas state, like almost single-handedly kept themselves in the game. And I, I remember this, this Kansas state game or this guy, basically one of them, the game I am sold on Jonathan Adams as a, as a beast wide receiver. Um, and what he played for, he played for the lions this past year. Um, I, he got suspended. So maybe that had something to do with his, his exit off that team. But I, in college, I'm sorry. You, you, you sold me on, on being a baller. What do you make of this pick? I mean.
1: A, a Jones Boogie Rockinsaw product. I mean, goes to the hometown school, Arkansas State. I mean, had eight catches for 98 yards uh, against Kansas State. I know we're making a lot out of one game, but that was not a game that Arkansas State is expected to walk into, into Manhattan and win. Uh, you know, I, I I think this is another one that that might be sneaky good and starting to trend back to these younger players that only have maybe a year or two of experience under the their belt.
0: Yeah, he was all somebody. was on the Belitsnikov watch list. I'm telling you, this dude was a baller. I've seen this guy a bunch of times, uh, and now we have Jeff Bidette, uh going, or Jeff Bidet going to the. Uh, and I know Jeff Bede blindly as I research him, but I believe Oklahoma, if memory serves me correct, and I believe he was with the XFL uh, Dallas Renegades. Yes, I am right. As I pull this up, he was at Kentucky, transferred to Oklahoma. Uh, so going from Stoops to Stoops at that time. Um this guy's had experience. He played with the the Minnesota Vikings, then like I said the Dallas Renegades. I saw them play live here in LA against the Wildcats. Then he went to the Washington Redskins and then the the uh, Atlanta Falcons and Las Vegas Raiders. He I mean so last year he spent time with the Falcons and the Raiders. So the guy is, is still playing solid ball. Uh what do you make of uh Jeff Badette or Jeff Bede to the uh to the uh the Panthers? I thought I think this is a good pick for Jeff Fisher.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, this we're now we're, we're bucking the trend of, of limited experience now going to back to having some experience in these spring leagues. Um, I mean, looks like a, looks like he was injured on that play that could, you know, could explain uh, maybe, maybe what's been going on with, uh, with his professional career as I'm trying to catch up on him. But yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I can't find anything to really knock there quite honestly. um, The bandits actually, I mean, Derek Dylan, they, they just picked up a good one out of LSU.
0: Yeah. Won a national championship at LSU and played with the New York giants this past year. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but um, in general, uh, this is a kid that, uh, I mean, like I said, you're playing at LSU. You're a big time. Uh, that's a big time player there. Um, big time recruit. And uh, yeah, uh, he won a national champion uh, a ch- a national championship with the, uh, with the tigers there. Um, you gotta like that pick. Cause you know, you're talented. If you're going to, uh, if you're going to LSU wide receiver. You. Yeah. I mean, they, they'll, they'll drop a bag, even though now it's, now it's legal. They would drop a bag before of so, crawfish. I mean, in, yeah. Of crawfish. <laughs> uh, Darius shepherd is uh, a new Jersey general. Darius, Darius shepherd, a, another guy that uh, uh, was a green Bay Packer that uh, North Dakota state represent the bison FCS. They only won 300 national championships there. Um, and uh this is a three-time champion. Has six catches for 47 yards in the NFL. He's played only in the NFL for the past uh three years. Packers, Chiefs, Cardinals, Vikings, and Steelers. You gotta like this pick if you're a generals fan. Darius Shepard getting it done. Um, and and what do you make of what do you make of an FCS guy going? I, lo- love these guys getting a chance. I mean,
1: I, I gotta think that maybe uh you know, maybe he was FCS because he's a little bit smaller guy, uh, wasn't isn't quite the burner, but looks probably to be a you know pretty good route runner. Um, I you know, great pick. I mean, I if you're talented, you're talented. It doesn't matter where you come
0: from. So absolutely, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh we got another pick, Brennan Eagles. Uh this is a guy that went to the University of Texas. Uh was cut by the Dallas Cowboys, I'm seeing. But uh hey, I mean, once again, you play at the University of Texas. A pretty big time recruit right there. He played, you know, and he started a lot of games in his career uh with uh, Tom Herman, Brandon Eagles. Um hey, his stats are pretty good. Look at the look at the tape we got to go in there. And uh yeah, appreciate you Chase. Um yeah, uh look, I mean when you get start getting to LSU and Texas wide receivers, the line is thin in my opinion. Like this guy can play uh so I'm going to go ahead and say that that's a that's a pretty damn good pick there. What's up Justin? Appreciate you jumping on, man. Hey man, how's it going? Hey man, I mean, how great is this? We get we're talking first off the fact we're talking football on uh, February 23rd. Fantastic. <laughs> then you add in this this brand new league, all these great picks. I know you're a uh well I mean, if you had to go top 3 teams in the USFL, what would you what would you do?
2: Oh, gosh, that seems like a really loaded question with <laughs> uh, <laughs> um I really like what the bandits are doing so far. I think they've done well. Uh, I like the stars and then the Maulers, Um, you know, I'm trying to follow every pick the Maulers are get. And I'm seeing on the defensive line and offensive line, they're big guys. Um, they've got a lot of speed at the wide receiver position though. They just drafted Brandon Mack who's six foot five. So they got their red zone target to go with their speed. And then the quarterbacks with Laletta and um uh, Love. it's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out,
0: yeah, man. I, I like that. Uh, I mean, the draft is seems to be whizzing by right now. Um, uh, the, we got the Philadelphia stars on the clock. Um before we get to that, i'm gonna uh, I'm gonna quickly uh, hit us with uh, get us paid again. Uh, yes, you are listening to the USFL Gambling Podcast via the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, and we are brought to you by WinBet. For every twenty-five dollars you bet on college basketball, WinBet is giving you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March Madness. And guess what? A thousand dollars in free WinBet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit WinBet.com. That's W Y N N Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to Propswap.com or download the Propswap app today. We're also brought to you by stable dual stable dual is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 15 grand with one entry head over to stableduel.com to get started today. And last but not least, you're brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store, so go grab that app today. It is free to download. Grab it and let it ride. All right, I mean...